0: Maximum Beathead Podcast. We are back with another episode of the Maximum Beathead Podcast where we bring you the giraffes of fitness <laughs> with a side of bullshit. We're your hosts, Muscle Bill and Punchy Cat. What's up, everybody? I gave Muscle Bill a challenge
1: today. I said I was going to give him a word right before he threw up the intro, and then yeah. he had to work it in there somehow. Whatever, it worked. <laughs> <Good> job. <laughs> we bring you the giraffe.
0: <laughs> you know how they're like the horses with extra long necks, but they're like zebras or whatever there's yeah. that saying? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Anyways, Anyways. <laughs> back on track. We're, We're here, here with Ruth Montgomery today
2: hey guys hello Thanks yeah. for what's having up me? Ruth
1: and Ruth uh did something extraordinary today. She gave us a um, what do you call that revelation sure that our guests have been in a non comfy <laughs> couch this whole time. See, we thought we gave them this sweet couch, and what happened was <laughs> we have two chairs for those who can't see us. We have two chairs on the couch and usually Muscle Bill and I sit in the chairs and our guests sit in the couch. Yeah. Well, Ruth decided she wanted to take the chair today. And I love it because no one's done that. Then Muscle Bill wanted to try to sit on the couch. It's real not weird. comfy at all. So now it's, we're all yeah, sitting in Yeah, I didn't know chairs. what to do with my arms. And we apologize to all previous guests, but thank Ruth for pointing this out to us. Something we never knew.
2: Glad I could be service yeah. so early on.
0: Yeah, uh, we're... Thanks for coming on. It's great.
2: Yeah, no problem. Yeah,
0: appreciate it. Uh, just to start things off, easy or not easy, but can you just talk a little bit about yourself? You've done a lot of really interesting things that we've never really touched on on our podcast. That's for sure. So, yeah.
2: Yeah, so I'm in the world of personal development and offer, um, I'm the founder of the Maven Project and Camp Maven. So the Maven Project is um, the idea that we're all mavens and we all have that ability within us to excel in something that doesn't necessarily have to be our day job, but as a um, person, we don't often take that and actually own what we're good at and take our skills um, for as what, like what they are. We often describe ourselves by our day job or by our role in the family as a wife or a husband or that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So the essence of the MAVEN project is really to recapture what you're good at and to celebrate it. And so then Camp MAVEN is an event where we get, it's a women's only camp, um, where you come and be a kid again with the idea that you as a child knew what your soul wanted, you know your soul purpose, and then as we grow up through society, we lose touch with what it is that truly makes us happy, and we start to do what other people expect of us or what we feel we should do, um, and we kind of lose that sense of joy. So Camp Maven is really about coming back, finding that sense of joy and that sense of purpose um, that's within all of us.
1: That's awesome. That concept is uh, it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, get out get out of the, the norm, right? The norm yeah. of just living your day job and you know You're feeling stuck, I think yeah, a lot of the changing, time. changing uh, yeah, hours saying. for dollars for a lot of people yeah. and just getting by without uh, expressing who they are as a uh, An individual.
2: Yeah, too many people will work for 30 years and then come into retirement and have no idea who they are or their kids leave the home Mm. and they have no idea or no idea who their partner is anymore and they've lost that connection because they've been so inundated with what they should do and just the grind of working an eight-hour day and then running to hockey practice and then you maybe have a glass of wine to unwind at the end of the night and then bed and then you repeat year after year and it's just what's like what's the point there's no joy in that anymore so
1: what what is a maven
2: so a maven is an expert in their field who seeks to pass knowledge on to others and so the idea is that we're all mavens but we all have expertise that don't necessarily um, come from things that we would normally recognize so like i'm an artist and that's not something that i often would say that i'm right don't describe myself as that but i'm very artistic um, so kind of looking at those different things that are those hidden qualities within us, we can yeah. also be a maven in them.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. I've seen uh, what you're talking about kind of shine through on a few people during uh, this last pandemic season mm-hmm. when people weren't able to go to their, their normal jobs, uh, what, yep. they've, what they did to occupy their time. I know I bought some artwork off a, off a woman I know who never did art before. Yeah. But now that she couldn't do her job at, right. at the spa, she started painting. She loved painting. Yeah. Started doing these. But I bought one. It was, yeah. It's awesome, right? So it's kind of like what you're saying. Yeah. When uh, Once she got out of that bubble of the, the regular, she found... Yeah. Other things she was really good at. This concept sounds awesome. Yeah, I want to go. But uh, as you heard, women's only. And I heard the story why, and I'm I'm disappointed in you, men. We had a chance and we blew it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so when we first started the concept of Camp Maven, um, I invited about 15 women to my house to have a brainstorming session, and five or six men. And it just happened that none of the men could make it that day. So through conversation it right. became a women's only event and yeah. there's multiple reasons for that but yeah, yeah. yeah it's very powerful <laughs> I think <laughs> it's, it's like,
1: smart to keep it a woman we didn't only. show yeah. up yeah no. yeah we did show so. up <laughs> uh, we'll just we'll get there yeah I'll be there but I'm not coming so. yeah <laughs> difficult hey we suck <laughs> ghosted
2: <laughs> yeah so maybe in future we'll do yeah. a men's yeah. only but sure. yeah definitely won't not anytime soon
1: and you said you were across the pond there for a while
2: yeah so what, I've lived What was in, that for? Um, I've lived in a few places. So the first abroad experience was I did a French language exchange in grade 10. So I lived in Switzerland for three months with a family at the age of 16. And then I did my master's degree in Australia. Um, so that was in Brisbane. And then I also worked for Disney Cruise Line. So I lived in the Bahamas for a year.
0: And your degree was in?
2: Design futures. Yeah. So my undergrad is actually interior design. And then I did design futures, which is... Um, the principle of everything that we design has a life beyond its designed life, but as a designer, it's our responsibility to recognize that. So whether it is something as far as like the landfill and where it's going, um, or how it will change human behavior. Hmm. So an example of that to make sense of it is, um, the car was created, um, as a mode of transportation but then it created the assembly line manufacturing system it created the upper and lower class between who could afford a car and who couldn't mm-hmm. um, and then now if you look at everything in this room has been touched by that one design so our medical system our right. farming like everything has been kind of around that one design so it Crazy. Totally transformed. yeah. yeah talk behavior. about a butterfly effect. Yeah, right? talk yeah. about some
1: facts being thrown down. There. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. So, same with
2: cell phones, right? Like right. that was meant to be telecommunications. And now like even our posture has changed as a human because we're like hunched over looking at our phones yeah. and on our laptops. And Yeah, our dopaminergic
0: so. system and everything's all fucked up yeah. because of them.
2: Yeah, which was not the intention of the design ever. So Design Futures is really just looking at that and trying to look mm. at the philosophy behind and the extension of like, where could this go?
1: Your description is way cooler than the title. Like
2: design The title features. is like,
1: all right, that's cool, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I don't it's, know I don't know what that is. It's way over my head. <laughs> yeah. Then when you describe it, that's really neat. Yeah, yeah. just the effect of everything.
2: So I Super went cool. thinking I was getting like a master's in sustainability and design and it was a mind blowing experience. I was reading like philosophy texts and no doubt, yeah, it was pretty intense. Year. So,
1: what came about that Camp Maven was an idea? Or how did
0: that start? So, that's actually good because one of our questions from listeners shout out Alana. Oh, perfect. So, Alana, if you're listening, which you're probably not, we love you. <laughs> <laughs> how did Still Camp cool. Maven start? <laughs>
2: So the Maven project started as one day workshops um, with the idea that when we share from a point of vulnerability, we give other people permission to be vulnerable and share their story. So too often we go through life thinking we have to put on a facade of being perfect and you can't show your failures. It has to be success after success. So the one day workshop started to really try to get entrepreneurs to come and share their story to say like, This is where I failed. This is how I'm succeeding. I'm a real person because that makes you more relatable to your clients. Camp Maven stemmed from those conversations of how badly disconnected we are from who we are and who we're wanting to be. Entrepreneurs have that in them where they're searching for that purpose again. Mm -hmm. And the general public um, sometimes doesn't like, and they're in that routine of they're being stuck. So it really came from a lot of those conversations that we were having at the one-day workshops and just that idea of when you're a kid, you do things um, purely out of passion and joy and you can waste hours doing things without questioning why you're doing it or how you're doing it. And as adults, we lose touch with that. So like you're saying with COVID happening, people have now got this time where they're finding, oh, I actually do really like Mm. to do art and it's bringing me joy. So Camp Maven just kind of stemmed from all of that in that... When you're a child, you you connect to it so innocently then you don't even realize that it's your joy. Um, so it's really just trying to get back to that freedom and that space to do whatever it is that makes your heart happy.
0: Do you find, is there like a, an overall theme in the women who have been to Camp Maven of like something that's really common that they come back to or that they kind of rekindle into?
2: There's a lot a lot of tragedy that brings women to Camp Maven. Mm -hmm. Um, So there have been some really big breakthroughs in that sense of different life experiences, or they're in a different, a transition period where their kids are leaving or that kind of thing. But Camp Maven is really cool in that, um, women can come just for a really good weekend away and they're just there for fun. And then some women are coming expecting a breakthrough. And sometimes like that variety, the women that don't expect a breakthrough and are just there to have a good time, have a few drinks, they end up having a breakthrough by the end of the weekend. So the fact that it kind of caters to all sides and then how it works on the the Saturday, you get to choose your agenda. So you get five, um, four to five different workshops that you can choose. Mm-hmm. So it's very individualized for each person. Um, so you could do all active activities all day or you could do all like self-love meditation kind of activities. Mm-hmm. So... <coughs> That allows for kind of whatever experience you want and for you to push your comfort level. If you want to stay safe and you just want a good weekend, amazing. If you want to have that breakthrough, then you can choose those courses Hmm. as well.
1: I bet you both extremes complement each other Mm -hmm. because they probably find a middle ground where the people that just want to go be haywire... Mm -hmm probably bring happiness to the people that are breaking through and the people getting haywire, probably getting something a bit more in-depth than they expected.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And when you start to see, like if you're there just for a good time, but you're starting to see other women have big, powerful breakthroughs, you, you have to pause and reflect on yeah. what's um, going on. And in the
1: inverse, the people yeah. that have been maybe struggling with something, they see this girl who gives no shits and she's running around yeah. just having a blast talking to everyone, you know? Like maybe they need to see some of that too. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that the two extremes, it's funny that you say that, I think they always complement each other. You need that.
2: Absolutely. You need mm-hmm. that mix. Yeah.
1: You said there, how many women were...
2: We've had as many as 150 attendees. That's insane. Yeah, and then we've got 30 to 40 speakers, volunteers throughout the weekend. Yeah.
1: So self love, self improvement camp, summer camp for ladies. Yeah. How long does it last?
2: It's uh, three days, like a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds wicked. Yeah, it's awesome.
1: So back to my the initial question there. How did it start? But what was I'm talking what. What gave you that idea, that concept? What was that spark where one day you're like, you know what, I'm going to start these workshops and and uh, women or, or people in general are going to find out they're more than what they're doing? And
2: So like. that goes back to the Maven project um, and there's kind of a, a couple of pillars. Um, one, I started a net- network marketing company and recognized that the women I was trying to get to join the network marketing company loved the community that was there, but they didn't want to sell the products. So recognizing that there was nothing like that, that you didn't have to buy into to be a part of the community in this area, Um, and just that the personal development, most women that I've encountered join a network marketing company because they're seeking the community that it offers, not necessarily because they've fallen in love with the products to start.
1: Is that like...
2: Like Arbonne or oh, okay. yeah, yeah. that's it. exactly. Or what I'm thinking. Okay, yeah, yeah,
0: Mon- Monet yeah. and stuff like Any of that. Okay. Those yeah, ones.
2: Um, and that's not to say like across the board that's how it is. That was just my experience yeah, yeah. finding it.
0: One of the takeaways, right? Yeah. yeah,
2: was that the community and the personal development that you get from being a part of a network marketing company is incredible. Like it's a really eye opening experience. Um, so that was part of it. Uh, second piece was I. Um, was in a relationship that I was feeling like I wasn't having my voice heard. And being such a stubborn and independent woman, if I was recognizing that if I am feeling like I'm losing myself and my sense of self, how are the women that aren't as independent as me getting through this? Um, So that was part of it. Another piece was I had a cousin commit suicide and it totally disrupted my world Um, and he was a male, so that was partly why it was going to be men included as well, because I think had he had a community where he could have openly expressed what he was going through, it maybe wouldn't have stopped the suicide from happening, but it would have at least been less traumatic, I think, because it was a very traumatizing experience for our family, um, just with the events leading up to it and Mm -hmm. the situation of it. So... That was a huge piece. I lost all sense of who I was and what was important through that. Um, So those are kind of the three, like the big main ones. Mm -hmm. The other piece was I had started a business as an interior designer, um, so entrepreneur in Lucknow, Ontario, and was traveling all across the country in North America to attend conferences and events just to find a community myself of entrepreneurs because there wasn't any events happening locally that I Mm -hmm. had found. So I decided that we needed them locally and wanted to start and kind of showcasing what we have and how many amazing businesses and business owners we have. Sweet. Yeah.
1: It's obviously needed. Yeah. You sold out how quick did you say?
2: Yeah. So the first camp, um, it went viral on Facebook. We had like 130,000 views in 72 hours. Oh, um, so when we launched tickets, we sold all 150 tickets in 12 hours. Boom. Yeah. There, the demand
1: is awesome. there. You're on to something yeah. obviously.
2: Yeah.
0: That's so cool. And you had said too, uh, just when we talked, I think about being an entrepreneur, it's hard to find a network of people who can relate to entrepreneurs. So a network of entrepreneurs that aren't necessarily, say, in the same network marketing company, but yep. how do you relate to what I'm doing when you have no idea what I'm doing? You know, so let's... Yeah.
2: yeah. And I was struggling because I had a lot of friends that were in a nine to five and quite content in a nine to five, but really didn't get what I was going through, the struggles of it. And then because of the preconceived idea that you have to be successful, um, then you're trying to put on a show to pretend like everything's okay when there's a lot of struggles that you go through. And, And that was part, like, back to the facade of being an entrepreneur. You put on this show... Because you want your customers to think you're a successful business, but your customers will actually relate to you more as a human who is having failures and struggles. So it's finding that balance of like, yeah, my business is successful and I'm good at what I do, but also I'm human. Mm
1: -hmm. It's funny that that concept even exists that people think there isn't like uh, all these failures behind these successes. Like I don't know where anybody has grasped this because everyone that I know that's successful has built something messed up a lot or failed a bunch. Like I don't know anybody that was just like, hey, I'm going to try this, boom, millionaire.
0: Uh, Now I got this huge following, blah, blah, I'm a huge success. Like that's never the case. I think as you said earlier though, a lot of it probably falls back on vulnerability, right? Like Mm -hmm. once you're successful, you are in a much more powerful position or you feel more powerful, right? Because it's like, well, I made it all this way. I did all these things. And to share the failures that got you there to a bunch of people that don't know you, you know, you could tell yourself, well, oh, it'll affect my business. Yep. All these things. Like, I don't want to be vulnerable because I'm already successful. And let like loop it back through. Whereas, like you said, if you were vulnerable, then probably your customers would say, I can relate to that. I don't know what you're selling, but I like you now as a person because like, yeah. you know, it's, which is how we kind of started talking initially was I was going to do that uh, speaking thing at 410 and you're working there and stuff. So we got talking about just, that's kind of the basis of where I wanted to go from too. Like I'll just stand at the front and be vulnerable for people and just to let them know that it's okay to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. you don't have to just keep all your shit inside, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, totally agree with everything, but it's just, it's such a neat thing that you've been able to get off the ground and just, you know, be successful with, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, and the success is hard uh, to define as well because of like you say, you get up and you're vulnerable. Hmm. You have no idea what those people are going to take and go home. There's No. no feedback to know. Like, so there's an emotional hangover that comes with it of like, you've just poured your heart out. And then, and then oh, did I say too much? Yeah. Did I not say enough? You're ghosted like, by a whole yeah. room of people. You just hear yeah. crickets.
1: You just hear crickets. You're like, yeah. all right then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Check so, your Google reviews yeah, every day. I'll go back to my whole.
2: Yeah. But one thing that a, a mentor said to me, and I was really struggling with, like, well, when will this be enough? And my goal in my head I always had, like, I want to impact 10,000 people. And she was like, well, what if that one person that you've impacted has now changed their life? And then they impact 10,000 people. You'll never know what the ripple effect is. You'll never have any idea how many people you've impacted. So even that one person, like if you're hearing crickets, you're still implanting that idea that it's okay to be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, that's all that matters.
1: And most of the time, if something's impacted me, I'll just go dead silent. Yeah. And like, now nah, I'm all, uh, yeah, you're and you'll reflecting, be thinking like, about it, oh, right? Shit. You know yep. what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'd be the worst one for feedback. If I was at a, to- like one of your lectures or something, you'd probably look at me and be like, look at this idiot daydreaming. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't even know where he is right He's now. Stunned. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> but that's usually when it hits you. you know well, what you're I mean? going through your files in your brain, yeah. thinking back like, oh yep. shit, like all that makes yeah. sense. But why? You know, it's, fun- it- it's funny how sweet your camp sounds.
1: And I'm um, like, oh, I wish there was a camp like this. But I would never go to a camp with 150 dudes.
2: No, why not? <laughs> no,
1: <it just> <laughs> I'm not knocking your camp. No, and I'm good. just the concept I was just thinking in my head while we we're talking. I'm like, this is so sick. I wish there was a, yep. a camp like this for dudes. But if there's hundred and fifty dudes and no girls, <laughs> I would not go.
2: <laughs> that's why it's women's only. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. <laughs> Women it's, are craving community and yeah, that connection, like it, right? It's yeah. different with men for whatever reason. It must
1: be. It's it must be because I just see room, that yeah. as a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't really like dudes. I, I, I think it'd be, like be more girls. of a nightmare with both though. Like, yeah. Oh, like, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Because guys are just creeps. Yeah.
2: Not so. even that. There's just like, there becomes a competition instantly. <laughs> yeah, just,
1: just everything, right? Yeah. It changes the whole atmosphere. Yeah. Like you said, whether, whether they know or not when a man enters a room, you know, like everyone's perspective changes. If it's a full.
2: Yeah. yeah. It's just a like a hormonal reaction. You have yeah. no idea. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, you're just, you change and you, it's instantly goes back to that like animal nature of like, you have to impress the other sex, both sides. Right? Yeah.
1: Well, we are talking about, let's say there's a uh, 15 females in a room mm-hmm. and one male walks in and you're saying, sorry, I don't want to butcher what no, you're saying. No, that's all right. You're saying, uh all of a sudden they'll they'll have a competitive edge without even knowing it, okay? And I said, yeah, it'd be the same in reverse, right? There's 15 guys in a room, and one girl walks in. All of a sudden, all the guys are competing. Then I asked her, think it's at the same level with the girls and the guys, that competition, or do you think it's worse between the guys? Because I find girls... Would maybe be worse, but they go about it differently. I Guys think, would just yeah. be like, "Oh, I'll, I'll punch in the head, man!" Like, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like they'll just be brute about it, but girls would be like sneaky and
0: catty. I yeah. think that I think the men would be more of, not lot front, but it's not to say anybody would just outright say we're competing now. But I think men are more vocal and more like mm-hmm. outward, whereas uh, women would maybe be more prone to be more quiet and like. I don't know you would have to wonder more what's happening but <laughs> yeah, you know be, it was happening be But you'd be like, I'm not sure what it'd be scarier but there's with a the thing r- going on you know yeah. <laughs> yeah
2: which is why women's only is great because there's no hierarchy system yeah. there's no competition like it just it removes that even to the point of like the women show up and some of them don't shower for three days sure yeah and that's okay yeah if let your hair guys, leg
1: hair
0: grow yeah. let it go you know what I mean <laughs> like, you throw a guy into the
2: mix and you're doing yeah. your makeup yeah and it's, you're, it's work yeah
0: yeah, yeah even though probably nobody cares, but no. you just think they do, yeah.
2: Yeah, it's just so ingrained in us. For sure, yeah, yeah. So,
1: so no camp till 2021, you're saying? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So. COVID. Yeah. <laughs> when was it supposed to be?
2: June of this year. It's every Damn. June.
1: I feel for you big time. Yeah. So that was probably something you really look forward to. How many years have you been doing this?
2: Uh, so this would have been year three. It would have been the fourth camp.
1: Fourth camp. Yeah. And uh, I know some ladies that have been part of your camp who've mm-hmm. talked great things about it. I yeah. didn't. Even, oh, do you? Yeah, nice. Yeah, Nadine's been part of that yep. camp. I didn't connect the two together until oh, yeah. like five minutes before we yeah. started recording. Yeah, <laughs> I know all about her camp. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's cool.
2: Yeah, it's good. We've had some amazing speakers, so lots of knowledge in the area, and a, yeah, just some. So incredible that's the concept: women. it's
1: activities and speakers. So yeah. influential people in the community. Females only, or is it?
2: Uh, We've had a bit of both. Mostly we try females only if we can get a female. Um, If it's the activity that I'm looking for, then we have had a couple male speakers come in just because they're the experts in that. Um, But yeah, primarily women if we can find them. And so yeah, the Friday night is always like you just come, the bar is open, have a DJ, just trying to introduce them to their camp counselors, to their cabin mates, and to the women. Sweet. Saturday they get uh, to choose their workshops, and then um, we usually do some kind of evening activity. So last year was really powerful. We did, we wrote a um, like a poem for the full moon or new moon, I think it was, uh, me and another lady, Amy, and we had 150 ladies say that poem about becoming a maven at sunset around a campfire oh, on the beach like dope. it was so powerful yeah just everyone stepping into it and then i just
0: got goosebumps on yeah, my neck yeah, right now so sweet. <laughs> just imagine that yeah. man yeah. yeah yeah
2: i said the first two words and started bawling like i couldn't sure. couldn't even say awesome. it, it was so yeah because you have to
0: arrange the whole thing too that'd be like a whole another level it, yeah, yeah. And you created the poem yeah yeah so, yeah. yeah
2: between me then and all of a sudden you got this cult
0: that's deep. Like, yes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was like that's w- not
1: at all how she sees it. <laughs> by the way, that's just my opinion.
2: <laughs> no, it was more like a blubbering mess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Less powerful. It's
0: about gratitude, probably right. Yeah, like, yeah it was huge. Sure. Yeah. And
2: just like they were all stepping in, like to the woman I am and the woman I'm becoming, and it, yeah, it was very mm. powerful. That's sweet. So. Yeah, and then so we wrap up the camp with some kind of team building. So we've done scavenger hunt, we've done like a fear factor style amazing race. Um but all about their cabins and that team mm. building exercise. So Cool. Yeah, it's awesome.
1: Have you ever had to kick someone out? No. No. Thankfully. No one wow. ever got rowdy. No. No. That's no. good. No. So far so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've had a few
2: ladies that have been uh have missed their first morning sessions. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. turn that's up on a little them. too hard. Sleep yeah. it in. Yeah. That's, so some yeah. need
1: that too. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, it's no all about yeah. you do
1: you, boo-boo. Yeah. <laughs> Self-care.
2: Exactly. And sometimes that like letting go is what you need. And mm. if it takes alcohol, yeah. fine. But yeah, just letting go and fully stepping what did you in. you
0: see, Yeah, getting away from your, not to say you can't do it at home, but if you don't have responsibility, yeah, then this Whole is the time impression. and the place, right? Yeah. 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 But um, I think you always need to get a little sideways here and there. Yeah.
1: Once yeah. a year. Coming from Joel Paquetta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once in a while
0: Just like a couple times a year or whatever Yeah, yeah yesterday <laughs> And on another note, like into the healing stuff Like I'd like to talk about that a little bit Because we just touched on it briefly before we started But I did a session with you Like, what was it, a month and a half ago or whatever Yeah But yeah, it was something I had no idea was a thing Until talking to you mm-hmm. And then you started doing it And uh this whole concept of inner child and things And like meditating like I'm literally laying on my floor with my eyes closed and like getting talked through this meditation and like seeing stuff happen. It was crazy. Like, I don't really know how to explain it, but you can't explain that kind of voodoo. I don't know. You can't explain it. It was very neat. Like it's to say the least, but I wondered if you talk this, how did you get into that? You, you obviously are doing it, but
2: yeah. So that actually came from the time and space that COVID offered. Um, so I was at a point kind of January, February, I needed knew I needed to do some deep inner work myself to kind of break through to the next level. Um, And so I've done lots of modalities over the years of like different therapists and um, different meditations and worked with different business coaches and spiritual coaches. Um, But this time I felt like I needed some energy healing. So I worked with an energy healer. And when we got into sessions, she was doing past life and lineage healing and going back like nine and 12 generations in my lifetime to clear blockages that I carried with me into this lifetime. And once we cleared those, um, after a couple of sessions, she acknowledged how quickly I could move my own energy. And so when you're in it, like, It was crazy because she was in the States. I was at home. We were across Zoom and Mm -hmm. you could feel like waves of energy moving through my body. And as she was talking about like cutting cords, like you could feel like your shoulders move and everything, like your energy just shifting all through Zoom and meditation. But her calling in my higher guides and spirit guides and her spirit guides and higher guides um, and higher self um, and just working this magic. And so... I started working with her to learn how to do energy healings and how to move other people's energy um, and how to do it properly and um, to call in only the good energy and not to call in and leave someone with any unfinished Mm. or um, negative energy. So yeah, I started doing it and really um, what evolved from that was taking people in through meditation and visualization to connect to source energy, to connect and ground them in and then meet them their inner child so call in their inner child um and just do an introduction and see what messages the inner child had what they needed to show them what memories they needed to remind them of so it's pretty powerful stuff hmm.
0: and there was yeah. that what a higher self was there is that what it was called yeah, the other one your yeah. higher self yeah yeah i don't know man yeah i think what's you really the higher t- self thing it's i don't it's like the bigger version of you you know if you had like yourself like looking at yourself but like a big brother style yeah like yeah. dmt style i don't know No, not like in the room, like like a ghost, but it was just like Like in your mind. The
2: idea of time is something that we have put on ourselves as humans. So the idea that your higher self is that being and that part of you... Um, Some people believe from any lifetime. Some people believe from just this lifetime, but they can see into your future, into your past. So if you connect with your higher self, you can ask them questions about your past or your future. Some people will say like you can pick a specific date and ask them to show you what you're doing on that specific date Um, and just kind of go in through the visualizations and see what they have to show you.
0: Hmm. I have to try this. Yeah, Yeah. man, there was like three of me happening. There's like little kid me, and then there's, like, me right now, and then there's this, like, not me, but, like, I knew it was me thing. I don't I can't. It's sounds super crazy. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. Sounds like
1: sounds like something I wouldn't believe. Right. But I've experienced enough things that I didn't believe yeah. now in my life that yeah. I don't disregard anything until I try it. That's yeah. exactly right. So what I hear what yeah. you're saying, I understand what you're saying, and I need to try it. Because I've tried similar things that have changed the way I see things differently. Most definitely. Yeah. yeah. And Muscle Bill seems keen just by the look Man, on his face when i was talking about it. Yeah. He seems sold on the idea. So I think maybe, yeah. maybe we got to give this a well, shot. kind of
0: the same way. Like I've, I've been through so much stuff over the years, it doesn't really make sense. Yeah. And this like introduced this other idea of spiritual healing and things. I'm like, I don't know anything about it, but I believe it could be a thing. Absolutely. I don't right. know if it'll work for me or if it'll apply or whatever, but. I don't know, but I'm assuming you have to be open to the idea before you're ever going to get there, right? Yeah. Yep. But like, I'm going to do my best to do whatever you're telling me to do and just see what happens. Right. And it was just like, yeah, it was nuts. Like, it was weird. Yeah, huh? man, it was crazy. It's, like, I had this thing in my throat. It felt like, I, not that I was choking, but like I had this pressure, like right here. And like, it took maybe two days or so to go away, but it wasn't there before we started. And then Ruth, she starts talking about energy blocking in my like, this area. Yeah, I'm like, it's it was already there. It was already. I'm like, I'm not talking back, but I'm thinking in my head. I'm like, how did she you know? that? i started to choke out.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. Did yeah. you check? See if her hands were wrapped around your throat. Yeah. Were your eyes still closed? Did yeah. you check? You should have peeked. Maybe we, were she was... on,
2: we were on Zoom. We yeah. were in. Oh, you're in other, ta- other town, man. Town. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. Damn. Yeah. I tried to figure out her magic. I yeah. Guess it wasn't not. some weird this like a Zoom call.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel the you energy. You feel it. I feel it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, no. it was just really neat. And like. Yeah, you you gave me some recommendations to do after and whatever for the day after and things. And whatever, I did those. And then pretty much most of the next day, I still had that same or similar feeling. And then the next day, it was just gone. Like crazy. Yeah.
2: And a lot of times, like in that, I'll ask whoever's with you to show you a sign or to sense something in your body so that when you're in your human form in your day to day, you can recognize. And like if you get that same feeling in your throat, It'll bring that connection back to that moment and hopefully trigger something there right. as far as like a re- remembering
0: connected dot yeah but you didn't even know it was there
2: no, so yeah. it's all like i when I'm in channel i'm feeling like where the energy is blocked in different people, so like if I'm called to your throat, it's usually your throat chakra because there's some point in your life where you haven't spoken your truth or you've um stayed quiet in order to protect yourself or protect someone else. So it's really about opening that up and knowing that your voice is worthy of hearing, worthy of speaking your truth and just sharing. And so it's all your different chakras. There's different um, connections to all of that. So it's just, yeah, there's so much our body can tell us. And then we manifest, our body will manifest into like sickness and different um, like physical pains because of the energetic blockages. So,
1: and, I believe that. Yeah. For sure. Absolutely. In like other regards, I yep. feel like you can make that connection and really mess things up.
2: Yeah. So absolutely. why
1: wouldn't that make sense for your talk? It sounds absolutely insane to me. Yeah. I'm going to be honest to you. It no, sounds insane. It, but there's a lot of stuff that sounds yeah. insane that I'm all about now. Yeah. I've had a guy made me breathe and had me bawling like a little girl and I didn't know why. You know, or no. a little boy. Sorry, I shouldn't say little girl. It could be either one. Yeah. Little boys cry, little girls Little kid. Cry. Yeah. <laughs> Younger me. As we
2: were saying earlier, men are taught not to yeah. cry as a little kid, but right. you should as well. I like, guess, yeah. It's important for boys to know and men to know that it's I would it's okay. still tell
1: my kid not to cry. Why? Like, suck it up. Why? Though? You're a man. <laughs>
2: but that's the preconceived thing. Because I know,
1: I know, yeah. but I like that. Okay. I like that. I really do. I would really you do.
2: tell your daughter that?
1: no I let her do whatever she wants
2: just because she'll be wrapped, or have you wrapped yeah. <laughs> okay, got it. I love girls
1: <clears throat> boys don't really, <laughs> care, don't really care
2: parenting 101 okay right? yeah
1: like I just don't really yeah. like if I okay if like prime example I love babies so it'd have to be an older kid far from like a baby let's say like when do the kids turn into brats? When do you guys turn into brats like eight years old? Like three. Like see like let's say I see an eight year old, I'm driving, see an eight year old on a bicycle all of a sudden he crashes. I'd be like, Ah, get up, get up, boy Right. <laughs> if I seen a little girl crack, I would slam on, e brake, turn on the four way, run over to that girl, make sure she was okay, right? It's just yeah. the way I'm programmed, it's probably not right whatsoever, but
2: Yeah, but it it's programmed in all of us, right? Yeah. So I guess. stepping in like We're kind of coming into a world where it's okay for boys to cry and it's okay for girls to be tough and really stepping into just your own masculine and feminine energy. Mm, And that's something I really focus on with the energy is that we all have masculine and feminine energy. And when you're in your truest form and in your soul purpose, you're embodying both and they're in balance for yourself. But all of our balances could be different, but Mm. we have a bit of both in each of us.
0: Mm.
2: So... It's t- just I think just
0: thinking about what Joel's talking about here, I'm like I'm listening, but I'm also thinking I'm like, ah, it's. I don't disagree completely, but I also don't agree completely, you know? Like, yeah. but like at I the think, same time, I'm not yeah, like, yeah, I'm I won't do this other stuff because it's going to
1: make me look feminine like i'll go sure. i'll go jump in with the zumba girls and punch kick dance away shake my booty Perfect. with them i don't care about that kind of shit you know i'll see like uh something that's amazing i'll start crying i'll be like oh it's amazing yeah. i don't care yeah. but like you scratch your elbow you fall on the ground like, yeah come on man suck it up or if this girl's having troubles like pick her up i don't care if you're having troubles like you help her right you know what i mean yeah. like yeah i th- i have that kind of
0: I think, yeah, I don't know. It's tough. It's a slippery slope, right? Because if you were to say, like, it's not necessarily worthy of crying. It's like, all right, there's a time and a place for sure. But also, like, I think most of the, not most of the time, a lot of the time kids cry with fear, right? You, or embarrassment. And not to say you can't cry with embarrassment or fear as an adult. But I think, like, that taking a second to assess, like, okay, this is my natural reaction. That's fine. Accept that. But then assess, like, does it really hurt that bad that I need to cry about it and just like lay on the ground for a while or not? Like it's, just, yeah. it, it, that's, I don't know. I, I don't know enough about it, but like that taking that <laughs> second, I think <laughs> is important either way and just acknowledge what you're doing without thinking. And then maybe just think about it for a second too. Like I think there's benefit to both.
2: But even I, in that girl or boy,
0: absolutely, oh, there's no sex involved moment, with that. Yeah. yeah. Cause it'd be the same, like a little girl falls and scratches your knee. Like, Absolutely. Maybe it does hurt that bad, but also like stubbing your toe, it only hurts for a second and then like, okay, it doesn't hurt anymore. Like, I don't know. Am I going to cry about it for an hour? No, because it didn't hurt that much, you know? (laughs) But I've also cried for an hour in my life, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm not, I don't know. Um, I don't think there's a right and wrong. It's just a very interesting little dynamic, you know? Absolutely.
2: Yeah. It's just interesting how ingrained it is in us that, like that difference between man Mm -hmm. and woman. So... Yeah, Yeah. there's nothing, no right or wrong answer, I don't think. No. It's interesting, everyone's perspective. And like we all come from different backgrounds. So how Mm -hmm. you're raised and how you're parented and all of that plays into that too, right? Of what's acceptable or what's the norm. Right. Love girls and
1: fight boys. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I got raised. Yeah. Okay. I'm still okay with it. We're <laughs> definitely in an age where like uh my mentality is kind of getting attacked, I find, because I'm getting generalized in a in um in a category that that whole toxic masculinity there that I was talking mm-hmm. about before and uh, I didn't know nothing about. It. I still don't know. I looked up the definition and I've seen a few of the traits and I and I'm proud of some of those traits, right? Obviously there were there was some that uh we're no good like you, where you think you're above everyone else and things like that. Like, obviously, that's no good. That's just don't be an ass. You know what I mean? Right. But, uh, yeah, it's all on my mind today, this whole mm-hmm. masculinity thing. But I'm like an advocate of it. I think more, I don't know. I got to gather my thoughts on it a bit more because I'm emotionally thinking about it yeah. right now rather than right. being rational and putting my ideas out there. But I think there's some a little bit of some good to this toxic masculinity, Mm. and I think I don't think we should wash it all the way out or categorize. Like, I got people just on my social media that they see my social media, right? Where I'm like, punch, kick, shoot guns, blah blah, and I'm getting it. I'm thrown in this category. Meanwhile, it's like, but are you showing
2: videos of you crying or of the days when you're having a down day? Who wants that? Right. So you're. Picting one, but it doesn't mean that's your entire. No, essence. no, and
1: I don't like uh, when we we're talking about those failures and right. all that. I'm the first guy that'll tell you my, my life has been 90 percent failures. And this guy that I was telling that I was telling that to, I think it was at work or something. I'm like, yeah, 90 percent of my life's failures. He's like, don't talk like that, man. Blah blah. I'm like, no, it's not. It's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, sure. You talk to anybody that's tried new things or tried to achieve goals or or went for the pursuit of something you're going to fail and fail and fail. Like I'm okay with life being 90% failures. Like today, wakeboarding, I smashed my face, you know, nine times. I landed that jump. Once I posted the video, well, I did post a video of me smashing, but like <laughs> <laughs> just because you see the video of me yeah. landing this jump, everyone's like, oh, okay, Joel knows how to wakeboard now. Guy, guy thinks he's good at everything. No, I spent the day smashing, drinking the lake, you know, like choking, right. choking out to land this stupid jump once. It's uh, That's why I don't understand where people have this concept of we have to show failures because I think everyone should understand that behind success, yeah. there is a long, Line of failure.
2: Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah, we, In the world of social media, we showcase our successes. Yeah. Right. And that's it's hard but, to put that up.
1: Which I think is, yeah. is fine too. I don't think we need to show our failures, but I guess we do if people don't understand that or if it's giving people the wrong image.
0: But how about this? Is that even your responsibility to give a fuck what they're thinking about your life?
1: Yeah. Right? Because it's like,
0: <laughs> if no. if you think that all I do is post my successes and therefore I'm arrogant and I'm this and I'm that, yeah, that's totally cool by me. Because fuck you for making those assumptions, and I don't care about your opinion. Like, yeah. Yeah. if you are, if for yourself you choose to use your social media in a manner to depict yourself in a more full picture, failures, happiness, sadness, whatever, good for you. You do you. I don't care. I'm not judging you. But if you choose to judge me for posting what I choose to post, fuck yourself. Yeah. I don't, like, that's not. That's not I'm not gonna take that on and I just I'm not
1: going to. And I'm with you hundred yeah. percent. And the only reason why this thing got to me today yeah. was because, first off, I respect this girl's opinion. Uh right. she she's a great girl. And uh I thought that this meant I don't wanna be a bad thing for girls. Like that bothers me. You right. Call me whatever you want, but don't call me like a bad thing for women. I love women, you know, like I want girls to be happy like I'm the opposite of that so don't throw me in this category that kind of depicts the opposite so it's like it's digging at me I want to know more about it now Hmm. I wish I had more time to discuss this with you because you probably have a great view on things and you've talked to a, a lot of different women you know probably on various subjects that are deep like that right
2: yeah and I think it comes though like Bill was saying like other people's expectations and assumptions there comes a point where you have to just be so sure of yourself that yeah. if you're doing it because it brings you joy or satisfaction, that's it. Yeah. End of sentence. It mm-hmm. doesn't yeah. matter what anyone else thinks. So if at the end of the day, you know you're not a, ta- a toxic masculine
0: yeah.
2: entity, then that's great. Yeah. That's yeah. it. You don't need to prove it to anyone right. because you know and you can sleep at night knowing that. It also makes you kind of question like what else is this girl seeing in her life? to put you in that light. Like there's all right. so many other things coming into play for yeah. her to be able to state that about you. Um, and it's probably a good observation, but take it yeah. as an observation and that's it. Yeah.
0: I think that's, uh, well, I think,
1: well, she doesn't pain? hate me cause she's yeah. not opposed to going out yeah, for yeah, dinner, yeah.
0: Yeah. but yeah. she says I'm a toxic <laughs> masculine type guy. It's kind of like pain though, right? It's an awareness that your body brings to something. So it's like, Hey, uh, you know, your hands on a hot thing your body says that's hot and you should move it and then it's like, okay, but is it hot enough that I'm going to burn myself? Am I okay? It's like an assessment tool and you can potentially use this as the same thing. Like, oh, some people may perceive me this way based off of this thing. Yeah. Is that the way I perceive myself? Like, is this just a projection of me how I see myself and then I'm therefore putting it outward to the world? Yeah. Or is that just me posting what I want to post because who cares? Yeah. And like, that's it. So like, there's no right or wrong. It's just like checking yourself and then carrying on. Right. You know?
2: Yeah. Would you yeah. say? Yeah. It's awesome like to have that reflection from someone else to see what they're seeing yeah. too. Yeah, because I find need. Yeah, sure. it's awesome. We get so far into it that you don't really question it yeah. sometimes. And sometimes you do need to like take a step back and just check in like, are you doing this for you? Are you doing this because of other people's expectations or so just to be able to take a moment mm-hmm. and reevaluate where you're at. Well,
1: what, awesome. what is sparking with me is I want to be like, I want to change it to positive masculinity and have guys that are like me a pick up. be classed under this category yeah. instead. Sure. That's, that's actually what is sparking in my head. Like, all right, what's wrong with these people? Okay. We don't want these people. They're bad. I don't want to be classed in that. I need to start a new genre where me and the like-minded wow, people <laughs> are
0: going to get through that. Like the good guys.
2: Perfect. <laughs> so
0: here's a question I just thought of now. What's one thing you've heard from somebody else or somebody else's perspective about you that surprised you?
2: Oh, that's a good question. Ooh. Way to put me on the spot with that one. <laughs> my yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, my, a, yeah. that's
0: a tough one right there.
2: Yeah, can I turn that back on you while I think about my answer? Yeah, so,
0: my, so an example that came to my mind right away uh, was being intimidating in oh. a lot of situations that I didn't think I would ever be intimidated in. And like things like, uh, eye contact, like, specifically with women, it's like I didn't think that that was a thing. That it's, but then I didn't realize a lot of men don't make eye contact with a lot of women on a regular basis, apparently. But it was like it's in being engaged. It's like having a conversation with you is intimidating, and I was like, why? Like, well, you like, I can feel like you're there and I'm there, and you know that, <laughs> and I'm like, right. And, but that's intimidating. I'm like, okay. It, I didn't get it for a bit. And it's like, because it's not what happens usually. It's like you're looking at your boobs and stuff. I'm like, well, okay, I do that too. But it's like, you know what I mean? It's Anyway, I wasn't aware that that was a thing. It's like, I am now intimidating to some people based off of my engaging in a conversation just by sitting at a table. You know, it's like, yeah. huh. Like well, bump.
1: just being confident like you are is probably intimidating to some people. Well, yeah, unless I'm not yeah.
0: timid and bent over a lot. Anyway, it's yeah. just
1: like my. Well, you're just out there. Yeah, you got big, mu- Show big mutton chops, and I don't think it's just because of the stare, man. I think you know, it's just one thing.
0: Like I obviously, as he's sitting there in
1: a wife in a, in a tank top and all linked up with a big beard. Yeah, oh, I was staring at this girl. She thought I was intimidating.
0: <laughs> no shit, muscle. It was bro. a girl. It was a girl I dated, though. You know. Anyway. No shit. Anyway, yeah, it was just a neat thing I never thought about, and uh, it was an eye-opening thing. Yeah. So.
2: The thing that comes to mind, and I'm sure if I thought about this, there'd be a lot sure. of deeper answers. Um, but that I like, I I go after what I want, and I dream stupidly big, and like no dream is too small, and that scares a lot of people because it's like, who are you to think that big or think that you can? Like, who are you to do that? Yeah. Um, and I guess from the side of that, like it it threatens other people because their dreams are just surface level and they're okay with that. But then there's a confidence in a competition that s- sees me as being overconfident or cocky or right. that kind of thing. Um, so that's what comes to mind is like the intimidation factor. Sure. Of like I don't know where things will be, but I know that I'm not going to play it small. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to keep pushing. And if that means that there's 10 failures for the one success, then that's how it is. Um, Yeah, I don't know if that kind of answers.
0: Absolutely, yeah. It's just, it is a, other people's perspectives of you is very interesting to know, not that they necessarily should make a difference, but just that awareness of like, I have no idea what this person or this person or that person or these 10 different attributes that people have of me that I have no idea about. You know, self-awareness is one thing, but you can't have self-awareness in a full picture Without other people, because you're only yourself, right? You don't have a third-person view. (laughs) So, like, oh, I think probably people think this shit, but you don't have any idea. No, and...
2: One of the big lessons I learned early on in personal development is that we spend so much time thinking about what other people think of us, mm-hmm. but they also spend time thinking about what other people are thinking of them. Oh yeah. So n- no one's actually no, thinking actually anything cares. about you because <laughs> no. they're so busy worried about what you're thinking yeah. of them. You're 100%. stuck in a loop yeah. 100%. So it really like you just have to be true to yourself. Mm-hmm. But I think that vulnerability and having those conversations um, and allowing people to give their perspective, but then talk about it. Right. like don't take it and then not go into it like why does it bother you that yeah they the fear of judgment or, too yeah. is
0: just like huge right you don't wanna
1: yeah yeah don't just acknowledge it but act upon it too, yeah. right yeah 100% yeah. everyone's all about this self-awareness thing but I find mm-hmm. like you said they're missing the next step which is okay, it's fine. Actually, I guess awareness is probably the biggest step, yeah. but equally as big as doing something about it. Otherwise, you're still at step one. You yeah. just know you have problems.
2: Yeah, and if it bothers you, why does it bother you? Yeah. So what are you going to do about it if mm-hmm. it does?
1: What Can I ask you a question? Uh, yeah. What was the biggest thing or the the one that stood out the most that you didn't expect someone gave like a feedback or a way they a success they got that you didn't expect would happen from the camp. Do you know what I mean? What was the most like... Like a breakthrough. Like the weirdest breakthrough that happened at your camp that you didn't expect?
2: Like a positive? Yeah, like I mean? a
1: positive one.
2: Uh, the biggest one that uh, comes to mind was I had a woman that told me that when she signed up for camp, she was suicidal. And coming to camp was the pivot point to that's not a thought anymore. Right. Um, well, so, that's huge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we've had. No crickets on that one. <laughs> no.
1: Yeah. Hurrah. We've had, we've
2: had two ladies that have uh, fully shared their story in that aspect. And mm-hmm. it's not my short story to share, obviously. But, yeah. No, no. Um, yeah. Considering that this. Part of the reason was because of my cousin committing suicide. That was like, okay, I can be done if this yeah. is well, all exactly, I needed right? to your, do.
1: Your ten thousand satisfied goal there—that yeah. that one right so one there should—that's should it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> one out of ten thousand. So far, so good.
2: Yeah. So so yeah, that's the biggest. That's sweet. The biggest impact um, that's come from it that that really like sits at home with me, right? Yeah. It really weighs a lot. So good for you. Yeah.
0: So have you? Not that you necessarily need to or should, but have you thought at all about um, how you can incorporate, like, the... Or what aspects of camp kind of brought that about? Like, if she was in these thoughts that she had, and then was there any specific attributes or events that you guys did to try and then incorporate more going forward? If If that's a vein you kind of want to explore more, and be like, all right, we can just pump all this positivity in a sense in, yeah, and like more focused towards a certain way, or is that something?
2: I think honestly, and this is just generalizing, I think the vulnerability that comes at yeah. a place like camp and in any women-led community, um, when you have that vulnerability, as soon as you share that you're going through something of struggle and someone else says, oh, me too, hmm. you instantly, it's like, okay, the weight is lifted. It's not all on me. I'm not the only one experiencing yeah. this. I can fully share my story without fear of judgment because they understand and Mm -hmm. they get it. And so just having that place where I don't know how long these women had kept that to themselves or if they had shared it with anyone else or, Mm -hmm. but it's a, that's a very scary place to be in your own head if you're not sharing it with anyone. Mm -hmm. And so getting that off your chest and expressing it and just knowing you're not in it alone and you're not in any of this alone, like the, also the fact of how valuable your voice is and your experiences is. We need each and every one of you for whatever reason, but we need you. So kind of going on that leg of it too, that all of the women coming to camp are equally as important as the right. next.
0: Do you get into things like soul path then and soul purpose at camp as well? Like, is that a thing where, well, obviously you can't do that on a large scale in three days, but just that awareness that potentially on the vein of suicide, like your soul path, is probably not that, you know what I mean? Is that a thing?
2: Yeah. And we could go down a whole different tangent on that. Um, We're welcome to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, don't know if we, I don't know if we have time for that. Well, today. I don't know. <laughs> um, we do get into like numerology. That's definitely one of the like workshops. Um, okay. Jenny, as you know, has come. Yeah. She's done uh, numerology. We've What's had, um, so numerology is like looking at your birth date and adding the numbers together of okay. like, the month and the year. Okay. And then you have a soul number. So different people do it differently, but you have a, a karmic number that you're here in this lifetime to pay a karmic debt from a past life. You have a soul number. So you're like your soul purpose for this lifetime, a destiny number for where you're ultimately going to end up. Um, a There's two others that I'm missing, but there's a whole realm of numbers that kind of okay. sets like, like what your gift is, what your purpose is in this lifetime. Right. So, the different experiences that you have are all meant to fulfill that kind of life path and life destiny. So numerology is just one of the tools that some people okay. use yeah, to I've never heard of
0: that. Yeah. You ever done any like psychic readings and stuff? Mm. I don't think so. Maybe we should get him we should go down and do that game. Yeah. I really think
2: yeah, so yeah. we'll talk about that a bit. Uh, Jenny just big <laughs> shout out to her. She's yeah, a mentor she's awesome. of mine. Um, <laughs> she does a game called the All Game, and so it's intuitively led, like she's a psychic. And so it's a four-hour board game. You play with four to three to four people, ideally and you're playing with a dice against the universe and the universe is you're what getting different heck? cards and meditations and she's asking you questions and it's all very intuitively led that like the card that you pick would mean nothing to me but it would mean everything to you and there's a lot of tears. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, yeah. Like, it's crazy. It's, yeah, crazy, man. it's like oh, a four-hour yeah. therapy session.
1: All this stuff just, uh, yeah, I fear it a little bit just because it's just yeah. above what
0: I understand. This is yeah. all this year for me too, man. I, I went and saw her based off of your recommendation and like did a bunch of card things and whatever. And she just, I didn't know this lady from a hole in the ground. Not at all. You, she started you spi- bought it? Like you dude. bought into it? Yeah. Oh, dude. It, but like you can't, oh. you can't not. I don't understand yeah. how you can't. Like yeah. she said, like asked me all these questions and like I didn't answer them. She's like, think about this, blah, blah, blah. Does this make sense to you? And then like, like literally all these fucking light bulbs came out of my brain. I'm like, how are you talking about this right now? Yeah. I'd never met you before. You know so, nothing about me.
2: Yeah, Jenny does past life stuff as well. She does mediums, so she'll like, yeah. speak to people that have passed, and then psychic stuff oh, yeah. as well. Man, yeah. So she pulls in a little bit of everything, and it's magic. It's yeah.
0: super neat. It, yeah, like, very cool. This yeah. board game sounds interesting.
2: It's very sounds
0: interesting. Sounds like Ouija style. Does she allow drinking? Yep. So there you go. We got joy. 12- We can bring some booze down the drive. We're good. Chances are, it's
2: very emotional, and you're going to have some breakthroughs. So probably not the best to get uh, not too many drinks. But like a glass of wine or (laughs) something, Yeah, Yeah, we absolutely have a glass of wine while we're doing it. Yeah, no, it's there's a whole world once you get into the spiritual Hmm. uh, development and into like a soul awakening, and that's a lot of what I'm kind of being led down is taking people into a soul awakening of what that looks like, what tools are available to you to use. Because when I first started kind of going through that realm, there was very few people that you could trust because it does feel a little bit like woo-woo and out oh, there. Oh, for sure. So and you, and you know.
1: know like that for every one person that's legit yeah. Yeah. doing something, there's a hundred trying to make money off it that aren't, yeah. right? Yeah, it's yeah. Not exactly. For the exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So like everything. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. And there's some tools, like um, some people use crystals, some people use numerology, but some don't jive and they just won't make sense to you. So really learning to trust what works and what doesn't for you. Um, So yeah, that's a lot of where I'm kind of going is to take people and help guide them through that of an introduction to spiritual or soul awakening.
1: Cool. What do you think about uh, uh, these drugs that are catching a lot of hype for spiritual journeys? Like DMT, have Mm -hmm. you heard of any of that? Hyahuasca.
2: Yeah. Have you Um,
1: experienced any of those?
2: I haven't. I would just be very, I would like to do the ayahuasca sometime. I would be very cautious and do a lot of research about who my guide was for it. Um, I feel like any of that you have to be very trusting in who's taking you on that mm. journey, and again, like you say, some of it it could be because it's a hype right now, so people are spending a lot of money to go to these retreats, yeah, and that with the shaman and I got
1: invited to one in Costa Rica, yeah, with a guy who I didn't think would be interested in this, but he said it's going to change my life. He's done it before, yeah, and I'm really contemplating doing it, but I yeah. don't know, being in the jungle, a bunch of dudes I don't know taking drugs. Ah. It could be it's, dangerous for the other guys,
2: yeah, I would uh, do some research there better be on who else chicks be on the there. island, yeah, but I've heard like
1: you'd I've be heard, open to it though maybe hundred percent, yeah, 100%. yeah eh?
2: um I have heard some people had the experience like you purge a lot, so you spend the first couple of days or hours, I'm not sure, but you're just puking and getting all of the toxins out of you. Um, So that terrifies me a little bit. Yeah, that wouldn't be fun. No,
1: but the relief
0: would probably be all right. Yeah, and
2: that it is. It takes you into a whole different level of spiritual awakening. So
0: yeah, it makes sense. So you turn off all your brain and you just get into a bunch of wildness. Yeah, I'm
1: definitely um, debating if I want to try DMT one of these days. Yeah, Mike Tyson's a big advocate of it. Joe Rogan, a couple of guys that I listen to a lot, and it's really made Mike Tyson a peaceful person. Mm. So that's caught my interest. Right. how much he taught. I just listened to the podcast there and he's like, I've died. I've died. I've realized what's important, what what's not important. And it, you you can see the transformation. The guy's a whole different human now, right? Oh, Where it's all about love and respect and just the way he talks. It's he's like, still a killer. Oh, he's still. Then, then he <laughs> starts talking about his old days and he's like, rah, 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 he gets all angry. Yeah. But uh, yeah. him speaking on it, uh, it'd just be neat. I don't know. I think it'd be neat yeah. to open up the mind. Yeah. I'm pretty much... Open to anything. I, w- I want to try some of your magic. Uh, well, potentially, magic maybe here. some
0: of this stuff can get you interested a little bit more. Yeah, well, like it would do it get my
1: it th- would get my feet steps. wet, right? Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Because yeah. <laughs> I think, uh, like personally, if I do magic mushrooms, I lose my marbles. So, I mean, if I don't want to take anything insane, yeah. I got to definitely do baby steps. Because anything that goes into my mind, I have like, a, um, I resist it. Mm-hmm. right that's why and you why.
2: definitely will have a better experience if you're open to exploring that yeah with someone Letting that I know that's friendly down. and all that And yeah,
0: yeah. they're not yeah. gonna not choke worried. you out yeah, when you're yeah, laying on the floor and chakras yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah how's your next chakra <laughs>
2: <laughs> we'll do it over zoom so there's yeah. no fear
0: <laughs> he's fighting himself
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah it's your
2: own stuff coming up
1: did you get <laughs> questions is that what
0: you've been knocking off from uh, people yeah, I just on Instagram been knocking off my questions yep
2: do you have any more was what there was any more it? from... Uh, I
0: wondered about some more inner child stuff. Like, it's super neat, and I don't know much about it either, but uh, I we could do a speed round too. It doesn't matter. You you want to do a speed round? I could do it off the top of my head here. All right. Yep. Yeah. Do you want do to you start? Wanna start? All right. Well, this one's kind of loaded. We'll so go back it's, and not, forth. We'll It's back not and so forth. much a, a speed round question, really, but I'm it is... Speed. What's your favorite season? In knowing you, and season has oh. more than one definition, yeah.
2: Oh, well, that changes things. Yeah. Uh, so this
0: could be a lot longer than a speed round. Yeah. <laughs> That's a so key.
2: weather-wise, summer. Yeah. I definitely uh, have messed my body up by spending a like a full year in Australia and then Bahamas that I definitely have a bit of seasonal depression now.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah. So I need
2: the sunshine. Yeah. So summer for sure. Um, season, though, as far as like entrepreneurship, I like the winter season where you're in hibernation and really allowing everything to kind of settle and process and then to go into the start of spring where you're getting all of the new ideas and the Mm. new growth.
0: That was that long. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Never left alone in your life or always left alone?
2: In what sense? (sighs) That's it. Um... Always left alone.
1: That's okay. what I think too. Yeah. That's a tough one. Yeah. I like people and yeah, stuff. But if I never much. got
0: my alone time, no kay. he'd be angry.
2: I need my own space.
0: <laughs> What's your least favorite word?
2: I don't really have one. Nothing. No.
0: All through camp, no positive messages. Negative? Hmm. Okay. I think I
2: go to like I think negative in that sense. Of, like there's nothing
0: negative is yeah, sure. Yeah. All right.
2: So
1: if you're about to walk out to a fight, this is your debut fight. What song would it be playing? Uh,
2: Probably right now, "Rise Up."
1: Rise Up by yeah. Who?
2: Could... Uh, I'd have to look up. The is that appropriate... that old song? Yeah. Rise Up. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. Know you song. know what? Say it. Say it. I just did.
2: I'd have to look up the. Artist. Rise,
1: up. Rise Up. Rise. I don't even know the two words. <laughs> Which happened to be the title. <laughs> it <laughs> yeah.
2: Happens to be title well done. track. Well done. <laughs> You bought
1: all the songs.
0: <laughs> no, I do. It's in my mind. Absolutely, it's yeah. like an older song. I don't know if it's like Motown or something, but I'll look it up. It's after all his podcast. upbeat. Yeah.
1: I'll check it out. I don't See know what I'll you're send working it with you. here. Yeah. yeah, I'll put it on. my first song for my boxing class. Perfect. That's, that's <laughs> a perfect one. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: I hope it's not a downer. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. Uh, favorite Disney character.
2: Cinderella. Hmm. Why? I just have always loved her. Also, Ariel, Little Mermaid. I would love mm. to be a mermaid. Swim underwater all the Makes time. Sense. And be a princess. I think I was a princess in a past life. Was
0: Ariel a princess? Yeah. Huh.
2: Triton's her father.
0: The oh, king. I always thought, okay. I haven't seen the movie in a long time, I guess. Yeah. Thought she she's okay. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen that movie in my life. Hmm.
2: Oh, my goodness. Boys. The little Mermaid? Yeah, yeah. The Little Mermaid. Yeah.
0: No, I've never seen
1: it.
2: I don't know, so like with uh, quarantine, fun fact, yeah. my siblings and I have uh, we have two movies left. We've watched all fifty of the Disney animated Dis- movies, Odd starting Disney back Plus. from yeah, starting back from the original Snow White. Holy Light.
1: smokes! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, so
2: we've done themed like meals and stuff together. Oh yeah, with that'd it. be it's, awesome. Yeah,
1: enjoy it to quite the fullest. the extensive yeah, project. No doubt.
2: yeah, it's been fun.
1: Phobias. What's your biggest phobia?
2: Mm. Uh, heights probably um, I will do things at height like I've skydived I've gone, mm. gone bungee jumping um, I've done high ropes like all of that I just it terrifies me yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> good at least you do it anyways yeah. mm. if you go one place in the world where would it be?
2: everywhere uh, Antarctica is a unique mm. one but kind I would of duration? love to you Just want to everywhere. go there forever. I would No, I just know a day that. or two. Yeah.
0: You would be seasonal depressed for the rest of your life.
2: Yeah. No. <laughs> I would love to travel to every country. Okay. Yeah. Ultimately. Yeah. Well,
0: that's big news. Yeah. That is definitely dreaming big. Yeah. Without judgment, that is a big dream. Yeah. Yeah. Why not though? Absolutely. If you had one sentence
1: to tell someone advice COVID. on how to survive life, <laughs> what would you say?
2: Find what makes your heart happy and do more of that.
1: Well done. <laughs> yeah. Well, wow. I didn't stump you at all on that one. Not I would have well.
0: been stumped for sure. Yeah, me too. But that makes sense.
2: No, you got to just trust it. Trust what lights up your soul.
0: Yeah. I think that's a good end on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Speed round done. <laughs> you did it. Winner. That's winner. game Winner. Gagnon. Well, thanks
2: for having me.
0: This was... uh, um... Do you have any more? No, well, we didn't touch on Inner Child, but...
2: Oh, do you want to touch on that yeah, still? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I'd like to know
0: more about that. Too.
2: Yeah, what do you want to know? Like in the spiritual sense or in like...
0: Just like uh, anything, really. It seems like something that a lot of people are out of touch. And like you said, what brings you joy? And that's something I can relate to in the sense of, you know, as you know. But like you lose just kind of that awareness around what you brings you joy and happiness in life. And it's like you just have this never-ending search for, you know, to be happy, but like, is there anything that you find in commonly or in your child stuff that helps? I don't know. Like, how do you prod out their inner child?
2: So like, we're constantly looking and searching for that purpose, but your inner child knows. So what I often tell people is like, what could you do and spend hours doing as a child? What... Brought you so much joy that you forgot about what time it was or you were late to getting to dinner. Or
0: How old are you talking? To me? <laughs>
2: under under the, yes. <laughs> under the age of seven. Pre puberty or post puberty. Under the age of seven.
1: Because it all makes sense now. <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> yeah. Seven life check. and under.
1: Oh, seven and under. Mm-hmm. What the hell did I do when I was a little I don't kid? Know. Yeah, we, that's a good question. Yeah, yeah,
2: we lose touch of it. So that's really like coming back to what your soul, like what lights you up and what gets you excited as mm. a kid because that, if you could do that and spend hours doing that but then you were told for 15 years that you should go to school and be this or be that, mm. you've forgotten that like it was okay to just play with Lego and build things or it was okay right. to just do art. It's funny
1: you say that because Lego was one of the first things that came to my mind. Yeah. I was a big Lego guy.
2: Yeah. So you're building things, right? Legos and games. Yep. hmm. So do you, and then how did you do that um, as a kid? So I would say now as an adult, like honestly, go get some Lego and see if you can get lost in playing Lego for Hmm. a few hours. Um, Or what did that fulfill for you? Like, was it the building and the creative aspect of it? Or was Hmm. it like the destruction of it afterward? Like what piece of that was it that you loved? And then find something in that that you can do now. And really just even like giving yourself an hour every couple of weeks to do that and just to bring that back that that moment is just for you, for no one else, no one's mm. expectations. It's solely just to fulfill you.
1: I do a lot of that. I'm yep. very selfish with my time.
2: Yeah. It's good, though. Not enough like people I, are. I
1: wake up and I decide what's one thing. Like today I went to uh, first hit the gym, then I went and ran stairs. I don't like running, yep. but I like running stairs because it feels like I accomplished a goal that day. Yep. So it's not a useless day. Yep. You know yep. what I mean? Went around stairs. Oh, big check mark off the list. I did something productive for my health. Meanwhile, I didn't really do too much. <laughs> but then I went wakeboarding. Awesome. Because I wanted to. Yeah. But every day I, I ask myself that, what do I want to do? Most of the time it's working out. Yep. So that, it, yeah. that working out, even though it's my home base that we've talked to in so many other podcasts, it's like a must. It's also my, like you say, hour, yeah. a day, at least a day yeah. where it's just all me.
2: And if you do it because you fully love it, love it, not because you're doing it because you feel like you have to go to the gym no. for an hour every day, it's totally different. Yeah. So, people that find they're in a routine of the gym every day, but it's not doing anything. Right.
1: Yeah. No, it brings me
0: absolute yeah. pleasure. It's not a.
2: Yeah. It's amazing.
0: Yeah. It's not a forced thing. So, what's one thing that you've come into touch with in your own life?
2: Um, art, being artistic. Okay. Right, yeah. yeah. Sure. So. Um, this summer we've been renovating a cottage and so the interior design piece I don't, um, I, I love interior design when it's I can be creative and kind of let that free flow go. Um, when it's on a timeline or restricted, then I, it's just not, it's not the right season of my life for it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so having that chance to be able to just like pull out pens and paper and pencil crayons and markers and start playing and just being creative with the design mm-hmm. is very therapeutic That's for sweet. me. Yeah. Yeah. So just getting into that, done a, been a um, bunch of watercolors and we had a night um, pre-COVID or at the beginning of COVID where we all got like acrylic paints out and we all painted canvases and mm. just really like getting lost in that. Hmm. So yeah, art's a big one for me, for sure.
1: Kind of everything you're doing is an art to itself too, like this yeah. whole entity you're organizing right yeah. there's a lot of artistic values inside it all like you're saying activity days uh, yeah. uh uh days where it's more uh, getting in touch with yourself you know whether it's a uh, uh, what the hell i can't think of the name meditation yeah. meditation mm-hmm. like it's all your whole thing you built is also a bunch of different arts combined together yeah it's cool so you've actually fulfilled your art desire in a work yeah way too
2: yeah And like as a kid growing up too, I always thought how cool it would be to be a guidance counselor, but I never liked our guidance counselors at high school and stuff. Like I just didn't want to tell people to go to school, but that idea of like helping people refine that purpose Mm -hmm. and like looking at and connecting all those dots. And that's something Bill and I have talked about quite a bit is like, if you looked at my life on paper, it doesn't make any sense. Like working for Disney, studying in Australia, doing interior design, like none of it adds up, but when you can actually lay it all out and look at all the pieces, it's so cool to see how interconnected everything is and how connected the different connections are and the different experiences are. So that's something with doing camp. I'm kind of bringing all of those pieces and experiences together and into it, which I think the more you can experience, um, just the more fulfilled you are at least for myself right
1: your um camp would be excellent for around that age like grade 12 age where they're deciding to go to school and stuff where they had a week to themselves and stop being told by everybody what to do what school to go to what subjects and just go have a bit of that would be excellent for someone at their turning point in life Yeah.
2: yeah it would be amazing
1: It'd be one built-in guidance counselor without being told a single thing. It's just yourself guiding. Yeah. yeah. With, go, you self-guiding go you. without. Mm-hmm. Yeah. would be an excellent time in someone's life.
2: Yeah. Because yeah, how many things have you discovered as an adult that you had no idea about in high school? When oh, you're for trying sure. To pick your career
1: in high school is like rush, 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 yeah. right? Like, yeah. Oh, okay, you got to do this. Register for this. You got to apply for these universities so early before you even decide. You don't you're even doing. know before who you've you even are. graduated, yeah. right? You're yeah. applying for your next step. It's like they're almost pushing you come on yeah yeah make Carry a decision on. that's going to
2: yeah. last for the next 40 years yeah. of your Carry life on. when you don't even know who you are yeah isn't it yeah. odd
0: that in, that's kind of the overarching theme of high school i just kind of realizes you're being discouraged to be in the now yeah it's all thinking about future yeah isn't that that's like yeah. a, such a shit trajectory where you're in for the your the life? Most, where you're finding yourself probably yeah. the most in high you're school, in the most and you chaos think everything matters your hormones <laughs> <Yes>. everything <laughs> yeah. everything's crazy yeah. And they're saying, don't think about right now, think about 20 years yeah. from now. All sorts stress. Yeah. yeah. Got to decide your whole life. I still haven't decided my whole life. No wonder life. it's so hard to figure None. out who you are. Like,
1: I don't even know if that's even a concept. You know, no, like what you're doing for the rest I've, I don't know what I'm doing for the rest of the week.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> right now, I'm working on mine. I'm about to do a podcast. Yeah. I'm you're teaching doing you're boxing go to the gym. Later. Yeah, You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's what's up right now. But yeah. to have an idea where you can do the rest of your life, that is madness. And to tell kids that, they're graduating. This is your expectation. You have, yeah. yeah. <laughs> First line What will you do for the rest of your life? Yeah. Box but mandatory. even as a kid.
2: <laughs> We ask kids, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Yeah, absolutely. Like, that's a question you get from day one. Yeah. And it's an easy conversation because so many people recognize themselves in their day job that that's what we ask kids. And so we're taught from whatever age. Right. Yeah, exactly. You should aim towards a career. Exactly. But, All these
0: epiphanies
1: just happening. I don't know where here. This has been great. Yeah. (laughs) Way too much um, brain power. Now I got to go get a hit and balance balance
0: things out, whack it around a bit. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Is there anything else you want to cover or talk about?
2: No, the inner child stuff. Like, did that cover it?
0: Yeah, no, I just, I just am curious. It's one of those things, as I said, I'm interested in hearing more about this whole aspect of things. And that's one part that, uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of people have childhoods in a varying spectrum and, Anyway, I'm very curious to think more about my childhood in an odd way, you know? So anyway, this connecting with your inner child, I'm like, I don't know, my inner child got a lot of holes poked in him. So it's, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) The
2: other other piece to that, that um, if your inner child and your childhood, if you don't think of it with fond memories Mm -hmm. or there's something that you would like to change, there is no one telling you that you can't do what you wanted as a child now. But we're taught to grow up, be respectful, right? right? You can go play with Lego, even if you didn't have Lego. Like maybe your parents couldn't afford Lego as a kid. Mm. Go buy yourself some Lego and go play with Lego now. Like you can fulfill what that inner child is missing. And a lot of times through the inner healings, a lot of what it is, is it's what we were missing or the moments that um, we wish we had that we could fulfill now. So why not?
1: Hmm. I became a firefighter after my 30s. Yeah. Because I've wanted to.
2: I was thirty, thirty-three. You're not
1: yeah.
0: thinking of right now. You just have a Lego date. Yeah, yeah. you get like a couple of big Lego kits. Be yeah. like, f- just I don't know. smash it all yeah. on the floor. Quickest at it. person to build a sick tower or something. Yeah, <laughs> I don't
2: know. but that kind of stuff is used in like you know professional mean? development now. Oh yeah, because it gets you. Yeah, like who can build? Um, yeah, like the tallest tower. Go pick yeah. five items from around your house. who can build. They the do tallest.
1: that now. At the mind hiring, eh? Yeah. There's a, they give you a le- Lego kit nice. and you have to do it as a group and they they watch the group oh, yeah. act with each other. Nice. And that's part of the hiring process. Huh.
2: Interesting. Yeah.
1: I didn't even think of that until you just brought that yeah. up. Yeah. yeah so many basic- things you can use Lego for.
2: All these skills that we've learned as a child.
1: <laughs> Multi-use Lego. Yeah. Huh.
2: Yeah. So yeah, it plays into your everyday, like your inner child. And just, I think- People that are fulfilled in life are connecting with that part of them sure. still.
1: And if anyone listening doesn't believe in this voodoo, I will have some feedback. So I'm going to make some appointments here, and we'll see what's up. We'll talk about it in a couple episodes or something. Yeah, yeah our in, our in a couple next. episodes from now, I'll Feeds have i uh, I'll have a review.
2: Okay, perfect. I'll let you. Uh, I'll
1: let the folks know what I think. Yeah, I won't hold back. I'll tell everyone my honest opinion. Yeah, but I'll com- I'll come with an open mind. Yeah, that's for sure. Because I think too. Um, if nothing else, placebo effect can be an amazing thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, 100%. Right. Yep. Just allowing yourself to enjoy something yeah. is a skill in itself, yeah. regardless of what it is. Right. Yeah. Right. There's a lot of guilt associated with pleasure in general.
2: So-
1: just uh, even for some people, just saying yes to exploring that avenue yeah. is hard. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's to some people that'd be really hard.
2: Yeah. And a lot of people like it's, confidential it's private because they're not confident in sharing that Hmm. because it is such a big step for some people to take that so with any of that stuff too right like having that confidence just to say yes to yourself like if there's a part of you and you get even like this tiniest little butterfly feeling that you should do it then anything like that take that as a sign that your soul is kind of like lighting up at the thought of it Hmm. and wants you to push further
1: yeah I'm all about it. Yeah. I hear you, and I agree with you. Perfect. So I try to just do everything I want to do. Perfect. I guess so. The bank doesn't seem to think so. Yeah, <laughs> they, they like it.
2: I mean, maybe don't look at our bank accounts. Yeah, to... yeah.
0: <laughs> that statement's not going anywhere.
1: Yeah. Maybe my choices just get expensive. I don't know. Yeah. No, that's yeah. great. Um, what an interesting conversation this has been. I had no. Uh, I really didn't know what to expect
0: from it.
2: Me either. So this yeah. <laughs> has so been good. It's been and good.
0: Uh, yeah. Where do people find you if they wanna check stuff out?
2: Uh Instagram's probably the easiest. We do have campmaven.ca and themavenproject.ca, but Instagram mm-hmm. or Facebook. So Ruth Montgomery eighty nine or the Maven Project.
0: Sweet. Do you want to touch yeah. on the summer project too at all for next year or the cottage camp? and stuff? Yeah.
2: The cottage? Yeah like the rentals yeah yeah so we also have a uh, rental property in kingsbridge so a cottage right on the lake um so yeah you can find it at the lady Huron cottage um and just follow along it's been a fun Man. project the Sweet. design side of things are
1: you been, are you near uh, the nine mile guy pat boucher
2: i have no idea oh
1: he's got a place out there on the water
2: yeah in kingsbridge down yeah, in kingsbridge yeah, yeah. Just past the be. church. It's not that big a place. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. why I figured. there's only like a few
1: houses in the area he's in. Yeah, yeah. cool. Maybe. And they can rent that out? Yeah. Girls only?
2: Nope. No. No, 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 Guys
1: too? Yeah. Guys and girls. Yeah. Sleep That's how it six. should be. Co ed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Camps, one sex.
2: Yeah.
1: Cottage, co ed.
2: Cottage Bo is purely shell. just a beautiful <laughs> escape on the lake. Nothing Sweet. to do with the Maven nice. project.
1: Yeah. I might take you up on that. You never know. Yeah. I just rented a hotel five minutes from my house the other night. Perfect. Went to the Ben Miller Inn for the first time in my life. Yeah. What beautiful a beautiful spot. spot. Yeah.
2: Gorgeous. <laughs> Gorgeous.
1: The lady's, like, showing me a map. I'm like, uh, I hate to admit this, but I've lived here for, like, 20-something years.
0: You <laughs> <laughs> like try. I know where I'm at. I know where, yeah, it I know it is. where I'm at. Yeah. No, that's great. Well, I appreciate your time and coming out, and uh, yeah. it's been good to sit down. Very absolutely. nice
2: meeting you. Yes, you too. Thank you for this. It's been yeah. good. And
1: hopefully we can have you on again, too, so that... Uh, my feedback, you could maybe explain, because I'm sure if it's anything like muscle Bill, I see he's having a hard time <laughs> yeah. explaining, articulating, yeah, what he yeah. experienced. So we might need a yeah. hand here. Sure. Might need you to come back.
2: Absolutely, anytime.
0: Awesome. Yeah, and as always, uh, make an appointment and donate blood. Try and save a life. Right on. Bye. Bye. <laughs>